are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today, as always, is my co-host, Lena McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Lena, what's going on, sir? Not much. It's Friday. We got a game on Sunday. I'm excited. A noon game, which is kind of weird. A right? We haven't had a noon game in a while. Uh, so I'm excited. Uh, excited to kind of dig into Carolina Panthers. They're an interesting team, to say the least. Uh, before we start, I got to apologize. I have people outside of my house like just running a chainsaw. Because it's oh. October now, Landon, which means people are cutting their firewood f- to, to keep them warm for the next eight months. So uh, It's 90 degrees in Los Angeles, so yeah. I, I have no sympathy at this point. Moving on <laughs> to the Cowboy <laughs> Panther game here in week four. Uh, it's going to be an interesting game. The Panthers are 3-0, Cowboys are 2-1. Panthers coming off a long week, right? They played on Thursday in week three. Cowboys coming off a Monday night game. Uh, what are just your general thoughts for this matchup? It's a tough. It, this is a trap game, you know. I mean, I think despite the fact that this, they're playing a three and O team, you know, this is a team that I think, you, you know, kind of universally will, will be recognized as a less talented team than the Cowboys, uh, especially the Cowboys without McCaffrey, home. right? Yeah, especially yeah, especially without McCaffrey. You know, they're coming off of the Cowboys coming off a big win at home, um, you know, on a short week, you know, a Monday night game mm-hmm. with a noon start on Sunday, and and obviously, like you mentioned, Carolina coming off a long week. Um, and in, there's just a lot of youth and unknown, which is a dangerous combination for uh, for teams, you know, early on in the NFL season. The Cowboys have probably got enough film on uh, the Panthers after three, three games to kind of have an idea of what's going to go on. But uh, they've got a defense that is right now statistically one of the best in the country, in the best in the NFL. And uh, they are a team that is aggressive and like to come yes. after the quarterback. So it's going to be interesting to see exactly uh, – how well the Cowboys are going to be able to make them pay for that aggressiveness. Well, let's start with the Cowboys offense against the the Panthers defense, because nobody has been able to run on Carolina this year. And part of that is just due to Phil Snow and the defensive line. Like they just have a lot of really good players on the defensive line with uh, Derek Brown, your two girls, Matos, Brian Burns, uh, Hassan Reddick. Do you think this is going to be a game where the Cowboys have a lot of success in the ground or not really? It'll be interesting to see. You know, I, I kind of think that likely what will happen is that, you know, Phil Snow is going to try to come after Dak Prescott. And, and I think, you know, d- yeah, Dak has got a, a, a history of being good against the Blitz. And, and this mm-hmm. offensive line and, and this offense has been decent against the Blitz. Maybe not as much so much this year, uh, but overall they have been. And I, I have a feeling that the Cowboys are going to be able to find a way, especially with the, the back end players that Carolina's playing with now. They're 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 going to be without Horn. I don't know if C.J. Henderson's playing or not, but if he is, he's you know still kind of figuring it out, and he hasn't yeah. been great for Jacksonville, frankly, so far. Anyways, uh, so they don't have a ton of talent, you know. There, I think the the Cowboys definitely should be able to take advantage of it. Of it, and, and if they're going to get blitzed a lot, there's going to be a ton of opportunities for big plays down the field. So I I wouldn't be surprised if it started out in a situation where 
they're coming after the quarterback a ton. The Cowboys get a couple of big plays, and then they, maybe they back off to kind of more of a shell, court, uh, uh, you know, palms look in the second half to kind of just try to stop the bleeding. And then that's when you might see a little bit more success running the football. Uh, be simply because they, they're going to back up. They'll have one less man in the box. I, I think there will be chances down the field. I think there'll be chances after the catch, right? Like not only are they missing JC Horn, but like they're missing a couple other defensive backs, including a safety, uh, Justin Burris. Uh, they have Jeremy Chin. They have Shaq Thompson. They've got some athletic back seven guys, but you can win there. Now, I really think Landon, the screen game is where the Cowboys are going to have to do well, right? And to their credit, they've been a very good screen team under Kellen Moore, but if they're sending seven guys, you know, that little slip screen to Dalton Schultz that we've seen for a while now, I think that's going to be a, a very useful play on third down and four, right? I think that's where they're going to have to have success. Uh, are you nervous about the edge rushers here? I, I, I'm not particularly concerned about uh, the left side with Tyron, but are you worried about Terrence Steele in this one? I'm worried. I'm worried a little bit about the offensive line overall, just because you know it's it's kind of an exotic blitz situation. You know they're going to send guys from different places. They'll send Chin. They'll send uh, their linebackers. They'll send uh, nickelbacks, corners, safeties. They'll do you know fire fire zone blitzes. So it's more just that it's kind of coming from everywhere. You know, right. uh, Burns himself is obviously a, a, an accomplished pass rusher and, and he himself can be dangerous. I think that's a good matchup for Tyron though. I think he, that, that he can usually handle that kind of player. Uh, but I'm more concerned about uh, Phil Snow dialing up some exotic pressures that, you know, the Cowboys on third down specifically, you know, they'll have some very interesting stuff. Uh, so the Cowboys need to be careful about kind of getting into third and long situations because ultimately that's when Phil Snow is going to open up this bag of tricks yes. and that's when things could get ugly. So I think the Cowboys can find a way to get chunks early, get, you know, get big chunks on first down uh, and kind of just avoid third downs uh, and, or at least avoid third and longs. Right. They'll be in a good situation. And, and even if they hit third and long, I mean, it's not, you know, impossible. It's just that's specifically where this defense can really get you in trouble. The good thing is, is that Matt Rule and Phil Snow have never figured out how to guard CD Lamb, so that should be helpful, right? In this one, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, the- I mean, I, I nightmares of 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 the last time they played each other. I think didn't CD have like two hundred yards against them last time? Yeah, did you know where that game was at? Texas State or uh, ATT Stadium? AT&T I'm Stadium. Texas Stadium. I'm such an old man. Like I'm still calling it <laughs> Texas State. ATT, uh, of course. Get get the ball, get the ball to see the lamb, and I think things will be okay. Uh, anything else on the offense? As long I, I and I said this on the crossover lane. I said I really feel like this game is as simple as if they contain and protect the middle of the pocket for Dak, which is basically blocking Derek Brown. I think they win this game. I, I really think it's that simple, right? I agree. I mean, I think that you know, there's, there's just a. Carolina is very young in their rebuild, and they're feisty. And look, they're three and zero, and that's fantastic to their credit. A lot of it has been based on who they've played. Cowboys are by far the most talented team that they've kind of offense, at least that they've faced so far. So it'll be, uh, you know, I, I think there'll be a, a, a portion of the game that will be the two sides kind of feeling each other out. But I think ultimately, at the end of the day, the yeah. Cowboys talent will win out. All right, let's take a quick break so I can tell you guys about a new awesome sponsor that is just absolutely incredible. It's Get Upside. My listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every single time they fill up. All you have to do is download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use promo code TOUCHDOWN and get a bonus 25 cents per gallon 
on your first fill up. That's up to 50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. You can cash out at any time using your bank account, PayPal, or an e-gift card. Just download the free GetUpside app and use the promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. That is promo code TOUCHDOWN. All right, Landon, let's talk about the Cowboys defense. No Christian McCaffrey in this game, uh, so that helps. Uh, the offensive line for Carolina is a little bit shaky, uh, but the Cowboys still have a lot of injuries on defense. How do you see this one playing out? Yeah, I think not having Christian McCaffrey is a huge bonus for the Cowboys, especially with their injury situation. Um, you know, I think he easily could have just been option routing us to death, and the Cowboys have had problems covering tight ends yep. and backs a little bit out of the backfield. So uh, that takes away a major weapon for for Carolina. I think for the Cowboys now, it's about focusing on DJ Moore. Yep. And 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 making sure that he he's not the guy to beat you. They have a couple other guys that uh, that that are pretty good. I'm sure we're going to talk about Tommy Tremble here. In well, a I was going to ask you: Then the Cowboys are going to dedicate two or three guys to Tommy Tremble. Uh, I mean, why why stop at three? Why not just half the defense? Just five uh, guys on Tremble and six covering the rest. I mean, I think that should do it. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, another guy for me is Robbie Anderson. Like, I kind of feel yeah. like. DJ Moore is going to get his regardless. Like he's just too good of a player. Maybe. You're not going to slow him down, but you can slow the offense down. If you take away the deep shots to Robbie Anderson, right. And basically just say, Hey, you're not going to beat us down the field. You're not going to beat us in the running game. You're going to have to throw the ball to DJ Moore 20 times in order to win this game. That, that's I, I think that's got to be the game plan here for Dallas, right? I mean, I think it's definitely the idea of keeping it all in front of them, not letting yeah. them uh, uh, get chunks. Because you know, look, I mean, do you trust? I understand that Sam Darnold has looked better, but do you trust Sam Darnold to march this ball up and down the field with flawless drives? You know, completing seventy percent plus of his passes well, in order to score it, a touchdown to keep up with the Cowboys to keep up with the Cowboys. Can you do it four times in a game? That's without that's McCaffrey. What I'm that's the thing, right? Now, what makes this hard is what happened against the. Cowboys, when they played Sam Darnold the last time, is they got big chunk ga- plays in the passing game, right? And a 75-yard touchdown, and all of a sudden it's like, okay, they're going to be able to play this game. That That's what you cannot allow to happen at all. Yeah, I think that's why you're probably going to see, even with McCaffrey gone, I think you'll probably see some big running numbers for Carolina because I think the Cowboys are going to be okay with allowing Carolina to that's run fine. the football. I mean, I, because they just the, – the way – Carolina wins this game is if they continually get chunk plays. If they don't, they don't have the talent to keep up with the Cowboys in a scoring situation, even with the Cowboys facing the Carolina defense. Uh, I just think that, you know, they're going to need chunk plays from their offense in order to keep in this game. And if Dallas just siphons that off and makes Carolina, uh, you know, play the, the, the patient game, I mean that I'll take Dak over almost any quarterback in the league in that game, except for maybe Tom Brady. You know, it's like that's yeah. Nobody does it better than Dak on that. And I and I really don't think that Sam Darnold is someone who uh is is built in his game, or at least at this point in his career, to be a, a consistent, reliable uh guy who's gonna take care of the football and march the field the team down the field with consistent play. I agree. That's that's how you have to make this game. You've got to make Sam Darnold put together 13, 14 play drives and then just try to hold in the red zone, right? Like force them to kick field goals. Phil Snow is – excuse me. Matt Rule is not the most aggressive coach on fourth down and going forward in the red zone. So if they settle for short field goals, you're going to be just fine with that. A um, couple more things on the offensive line. 
Cam Irving against Randy Gregory. Um, that, yes, that, please. That's what Dallas has to win, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, I think Cam showed us last year when he was playing for us. He's playing better football than he had previously. Yes, he is absolutely. But, but I, but I don't know that that's still enough to. Well, be we talked about this last year, uh, Landon. Right? Like, if Cam Irving is your worst offensive lineman on the field, that's fine because you can do things to help protect him, right? The problem is he's not probably the worst offensive lineman for Carolina right now. They've got other problems interior, you know, on the inside. Do we think this is a game Michael Parsons continues to play on the edge against Taylor Moten? I I, I think you're you're going to see snaps there, but I, I I don't know that you're necessarily going to see him there the full time, you know, like you did last week. I think you know you get Armstrong back if I'm not mistaken this week, so you're going to get some is more. He, snaps I, I haven't heard anything for sure on Armstrong. I thought that I saw that he was maybe maybe we should check that before we announce that for sure. While you're checking that, I'll I say that. I think that you know we've heard a little bit that that there's been sort of a return to snaps for Parsons at linebacker from people that are watching practice. I don't know if that even means anything because you know they may not be showing them anything they want to. Uh, but I, I think that you know you're going to see a combination. You're going to, I mean, that's eventually with the goal, right? With Parsons is that you'll see him playing a little bit of everything each game. Um, and what what was did you see anything about Armstrong? Yeah, no Armstrong this week. So that would mean that you probably will see a little bit more of him specifically at, at defensive end. I think that if, you know, once they get their linebackers, uh, they're, the def- they're kind of full complement of defensive ends or at least one or two more defensive ends there. Yeah. Uh, maybe they feel more comfortable there. And and maybe, you know, maybe they've seen enough from guys like uh, uh, Golson or, or, you know, some of the other down roster guys that they feel like Come they on. don't need to use Parsons yeah. as much, right? Because uh, I think – you do have two under under match t- t- tackles, and I think you might be able to make hay with the guys that you have. And it maybe it's more important on some snaps to get uh, uh, Parsons at linebacker to kind of counteract what they're doing offensively in the short passing game. As a longtime Sam Darnold supporter, and I still am like I'm a card carrying fan member, right? <laughs> um, the way to beat Sam Darnold is to get pressure in his face because. He's not overly athletic getting outside of the tackles and making plays that way. Like he's not going to beat you like Jalen Hurts can that way. Like even when we saw last week, like Hurts getting outside of the pocket and making throws. Darnold does not like to get hit. So if he has pressure up the middle, he'll just throw the ball away. And when I mean away, like just in the middle of the field to a defender, <laughs> right? Yeah. So this is a game that I would love to see the Cowboys use Parsons basically shooting gaps in the middle of the defense. Kind of like what we saw last week. Like we even saw it where – There was a snap where Osa was at defensive end and Parsons was lined up as a defensive tackle. That's the kind of stuff this week I think they should continue to do because that's how you pressure and beat Sam Darnold. Yeah, and I think that the Cowboys have really shown that they're they're not afraid to put their guys – anywhere in order to get the mismatches they want on the defensive line. So uh, this offensive line is provides a lot of <laughs> opportunity for mismatches in this Cowboys defensive line um, in a good way for the Cowboys. So it'll be interesting to see exactly how they avail themselves of those kind of mismatches, especially in the interior where, like you said, uh, Darnold is very vulnerable. All right, let's take one more quick break so I can tell you guys about Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar out there. It's hard to even explain it. Real chocolate with amazing flavors. It's just a great combination of low calories, high protein, and low sugar with no crazy additives. Best of all, they taste fantastic. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your first box at BuiltBar.com. All right, Landon, it's time to make predictions. Our favorite uh, thing of the week. Uh, Last week, you correctly predicted the Cowboys to win pretty easily. I predicted the Eagles to win. So I'll let you go first. You have the floor. 
Uh, I'm picking the Cowboys. I mean, I, I think that's not really a surprise. Uh, I'm going to pick them, let's say, I on WFAA. By the way, guys, come check me out uh, Friday yes. mornings before games. WFAA, the midday broadcast. I, I have a little spot there. This morning, I picked them to beat the Panthers. I think it was 31 to 21. Mm-hmm. I, I think that the the it's that seems like a wide a wide point spread, um, but I think it will be a close game for most of the game, or at least closer than that point spread apl- implies. Uh, simply because I think Carolina is going to try to keep everything in front of them eventually and, and just make Dallas work for those points. Uh, but I think that Dallas will eventually kind of pull away there at the end and, and, and kind of, you know, once the talent starts evening out, they'll they'll take the advantage and, and start scoring more points. Um, so I picked against the Cowboys in week two, and they won. I picked against the Cowboys in week three, and they won. I'm going to do it again, right? I mean, I'm, I'm a man of the people, right? Uh, I don't really care. I'm, I'm picking the Panthers here. I'm worried about their defensive line depth. Last week they had an extended break and they didn't play a lot of plays on defense. And I think that certainly helped. I'm just worried about the short week. And if Carolina does have some of those long drives, if they are going to just be gassed, if Carolina is good, like I think the defense is, is very good. It's this is, I don't think this is a Super Bowl team. It might not even be a playoff team, but Carolina is a very, very good team that the Cowboys cannot overlook. I'm going to say it's a very close game. I'll say 28-27 Carolina. I'm a hater. Is that what you're trying to is that what you're waiting to say? No, I, no, I want to win, so I'm on board with picking them. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah we're, we're just doing this for momentum. It's really what That's it is, right? right? Exactly. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, so that is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll be back what, probably late Sunday night, Monday morning mm-hmm. for a show. We'll talk about all the, the biggest takeaways from week four. Uh, we'll have an all 22 show next week. We have a crossover sh- uh, show next week. So a lot happening here in the Locked On Cowboys podcast. Follow us on Twitter. You can follow Layden at McCoolBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. We'll see you next time.